0: a very good evening to you. along once again to Sweet and Swing here on Manx Radio it's how it came with you until the top of the hour the next hour that is and what have we got more reasons to love Paris another jazz in the classics I think we're heading towards the end Bing on the sentimental side Frank and Friends and something a bit different Donald Swan A Port Aaron Fifty years ago. But it get us going. Well, something as we head towards Max Grand Prix week, or ten days, or whatever it is. We keep thinking, looking skywards. And thinking it only takes a small cloud.
1: hold of yourself and say over yes over and over I found it only takes a small cloud
2: to cover the sun when all's said and done you don't have to run away from a small cloud
0: yes indeed it is true unfortunately it only takes a small cloud Been no shortage of them this summer it has to be said it's uh yeah not being the best of weather of late it, it already feels like autumn uh, in my house I'm told by my better half the other evening I was uh in the garden trying to uh, cut the grass before what seemed to be thunderstorms the next day so I think it must have been well, it must have been Thursday evening was it and it was quite, it wasn't cold, I'll give it that at Cronkovody, it wasn't cold and the grass was dry. But it was blowing strongly. If you put an empty bucket or empty anything down, it just took off and disappeared. She said, she'd been down in Port Erin, and said it was glorious down there. So perhaps it was just cronky, I don't know. Um, either way, it certainly hasn't been brilliant and today, well, a friend here was getting married today outside I hope she's not somewhere blowing over the Irish Sea at the moment. Trust, she's all right. Wasn't wearing too voluminous a dress. But yes, not what you'd call summery necessarily. And of course, is it because we're heading towards Grand Prix week? Well, cynics would say so, wouldn't they? As soon as the bikes start racing and you need good visibility over the mountain and good dry roads, the weather always seems to close in, don't they? And we are always looking towards the skies and hoping that the bad weather will stay away. It only takes a small cloud to ruin a good outdoor festival, be it the Grand Prix or indeed the ill-fated Port Erin Beach Festival. Uh, They've cancelled it once, it was so bad, and then uh, had to cancel, or postponed it once, I should say, get it right, postponed it once, and then postponed again, because you think you would be able to pick a day in August or thereabouts and it would be okay, even if the sun wasn't cracking the flags, but no. Anyway, there we go. Keep looking towards the skies, keep our fingers crossed that the Port Erin Beach Festival does take part on Sunday. Can't leave it much later. It'll be into the autumn. And that the weather is good enough for the bikes to do their stuff during Grand Prix, because so many people like to see it, even if you don't. You've got to allow that other people do, of course. So. Jack White. there, get it going in any case. <laughs> I don't want to get you too angry about the bikes. Jack White and his band. And on vocals, a man you don't often hear. Uh, probably because he perhaps wasn't one of the better-known names, Tony Morris, uh, singing with the vocals there in a bit of a close harmony in a trio. And, yeah, not a huge amount, really, to say about him. He was indeed a vocalist, as you heard, and not a bad one. I don't think he was an outstanding one, necessarily. Also a saxophonist, which was handy, and played the clarinet. And most active with Jack White there just before and during the war. And I think after that, I don't know where he went. And I can't tell you a great deal more because even the Bible, when I was looking up on that in uh, England's second book of British dance bands, Singers in Smaller Bands, that's all it has to say about Tony Morris either. So frankly, if they don't know a great deal more, I'm afraid I don't. But if you do, he might be your great uncle. Let me know. Howard Cain at manxradio.com. C-A-I-N-E. Or if you've got any of your great stories, I'm more than happy to uh, give them a spin here on the Sweet and Swing. Or, of course, any more music you'd like to hear. Any thoughts, really? Drop us a line anytime. Always delighted to hear from you. There's someone I haven't got back to yet, I think, was asking me about the best way to listen. I promise I haven't forgotten. It's just terrible memory and being busy. Uh, I will get back to you on that one. <laughs> I promise, I promise. I'm not that old yet. So drop me a line anytime, Howard at MaxRadio.com would be lovely to hear from you where are we going next oh here's another one we haven't featured on the programme for a long time quite a spunky little number this one uh, revels in the name of it's a murder I oh, hope not
3: now all you girls come gather round stop raving about your men and let me tell you how sweet mine is though he commits a sin cause when my baby makes love to me it's murder he turtle doves me, that's murder. Now, when he feels temperamental, I just let him have his way. I can only see him twice a week. He's a member of the PWA. Now, when my baby caresses me, it's murder. But if he ever dispossess me, I will commit murder. Now, if I tell him that he's not mine, he turns into Frankenstein, makes shivers run up and down my spine, Ah, that's murder.
0: Oh, don't you just love a bit of scat singing? Wonderful. Lil Armstrong and her swing orchestra. Uh, it's murder. Uh, it seems to be a relatively happy murder. I'm uh, pleased to hear if that's not a contradiction in terms. But <laughs> don't know if you get away with those words these days. or I don't know whether you could. But we're not talking about these days. We're talking about the 1930s. Lil Armstrong over stateside with some of the great swing bands that were there, perhaps not heard that often on this side of the pond. Uh, now, I, I suggested to, or alluded to at the beginning of the programme something a little different. And, um, yeah, I'll so tell you about it now, to whet your appetite. So we've been enjoying a bit of Flanders and Swan, haven't we? The wonderful Jew at the drop of a hat, at the drop, drop of another hat, and their bestrious songs about animals, the canoe and mud, mud, glorious mud, and such like... And uh, I was rummaging in the Manx Radio archives for something else altogether, as is often the case, isn't it? You look for one thing and you find something else. What I found in this particular case was a tape uh, that the late, great David Collister had done interviewing Donald Swan, Solus, when he'd been over here, doing a solo concert at the wonderful Erin Arts Centre in 1972. So, yes, I thought, well, that's got to be worth a play. And he starts off by playing Alan Vannon. And then has a chat with David about his concert on the Isle of Man and uh, his long tenure with Michael Flanders and such like. And I thought it'd be lovely to hear it. Why not? We're not going to hear it anywhere else, so it seemed like an ideal spot. So I hope you'll indulge me and enjoy that little chat between Donald Swan and David Collister here on the Isle of Man in the Erin Art Centre. And a little bit of music before that to boot and then we'll hear some of Flanders and Swan back in the day. Before that, oh well, plenty more. Uh, How about a bit of uh, Coleman Hawkins? Don't take your love away from me. Mm-hmm. Ah, lovely stuff. The Hawk himself, Coleman Hawkins, from the album uh, wonderfully entitled The Bean Bags. Milt Bags, Jackson and Coleman, Bean Hawkins, as were their nicknames. Um, Coleman, of course, on uh, tenor sax there. Tommy Vlanigan at the piano, a Kenny Burrell guitar, Eddie Jones bass. Connie Kay, uh, he of modern jazz quartet fame at the drums. And uh, did we hear the vibra-harp on that, Milt Jackson? I don't, I'm not sure we did, actually, to be honest. Uh, but lovely stuff. Nice, laid-back, mellow ballad there. Don't take your love from me. Hopefully had haven't all nodded off. Maybe we need something a bit more up-tempo in a moment. Uh, we're going to Bing, though, next, um, from our Bing... The sentimental side of Bing. The world of Bing Crosby on the sentimental side. A whole collection of songs from various parts of his career. Some well-known, some not so well-known. I don't know whether this one is that well-known. Uh, I wouldn't have thought it was, to be honest with you, but um, well, I'll play it and you can make your own mind up. That sly old gentleman from Featherbed Lane.
4: Now listen here, young fella. You know, it's getting pretty late. I think it's time that uh, you turned off those tears. Perhaps you think you're different. I don't know, perhaps you think you great. Or do you think you, uh, grown up for your years? Now you better go to sleep, my fine young man. But if I can't convince you, someone can. That sly old gentleman from Featherbed Lane, he's watching you peeking through your window pane. He gathered sand from the sky that glitters and gleams he'll sprinkle your eyes with dreams he'll make your little heart so happy and gay you ride a rocking horse along the Milky Way. Why stay away Better take that slumber train with the sly old gentleman
2: from Featherbed
4: Lane. horse along the Milky Way, why stay awake? Better take that slumber train with the sly old gentleman from Feather Bay.
0: Great track, great ending as well, that crash on the China symbol. Sounds like a China in any case. Ain't misbehaving, I'm sure you recognised recognise the pianist. I bet some of you are saying, oh, it's a fat swallow, wasn't it? No, it wasn't. So if you said Arthur Young, then you can clap yourself on the back, because it was he indeed. Arthur Young, not perhaps a household name, certainly not like Fats Waller in any case, but more than a hint of uh, he is playing a Fats Waller tune that ain't misbehaving in that sort of style, I guess, tried style. But, um, and not a million miles removed in, in the sort of overall styling from Fats perhaps, but he was uh, his own man, very much a, um, something of a veteran by the time he was with uh, Hatchets, at Hatchets Restaurant, leading the band during World War II, but started out with Jack Hilton, a good sort of 15 years earlier or so in 1925 and then also accompanied brian lawrence the singer and went on to be a regular with george scott woods six swingers and a great pianist there hope you're nice lovely nice bouncing loping style uh top marks if you got that top marks i wouldn't have done i'd probably guessed the same as you and said it was a fat swallow even though he wasn't actually Doing any vocalizing on that one. Before that, the sentimental side of Bing. I like that one. It has a Christmassy feel, but maybe <laughs> I don't know. I just have to hear Bing, and I'm in a Christmassy mood in so many ways. And that one has a sort of cozy little, you know, little man you've had a busy day feel about it, hasn't it? Going up to uh, going up to bed. That sly old gentleman from Featherbed Lane. I like the sentimental side of Bing. I mean, You could argue most of his stuff was sentimental, I suppose, but, yeah, not always. I mean, some of the stuff he did with Bob Hope and such like, and some of the more musical or from the musical numbers were a bit more bouncy and perhaps a bit more sort of cheesy. These sentimental numbers, I don't know. Maybe it's just of a certain age and Bing just works for you, I guess. And I assume I'm of that age, because I can't imagine not liking much Bing Crosby. Even the stuff he did with David Bowie I thought was pretty good. There we go. Remember that little drummer boy was on Bing's show, I think it was, a Christmas show where he was in the armchair and answering the door and, yeah, in came David Bowie, or Bowie, I can never remember how to pronounce it, and they did that duet together. Wonderful stuff. Okay, right, well, I'll uh, I'll see if I can get the tape machine going then. So, as I said, our Flanders and Swan we've been enjoying over the last few weeks dipping into the box set of uh, At the Drop of a Hat, the review Flanders and Swan did, At the Drop of Another Hat their following review and another CD or collection of their animal songs, A bestiary of Flanders and Swan. They worked together for years and years and toured the globe at least once, if not twice, an amazing number of concerts. And in 1972, off the back of all that work, Donald Swan himself, on his own, came over here. I can't recall off the top of my head when Michael Flanders died. But they did go their separate ways before uh, he he did. Uh, it wasn't his death which broke them up. It was after a long time, as you'll hear Donald say, they decided perhaps they wanted to do other things. And so they sort of started branching out and Donald Swan started going out on his own. Super talented guy. It must have been very strange after all that time going out as a duo to go out on your own. You must have felt very sort of naked and exposed, but at such, particularly with such a wordsmith in character as Michael Flanders. But Donald Swan did, and very successfully so. And in 1972, he came over here to give a concert at the wonderful Erin Arts Centre down there in Port Erin. So let's hear him talking to Manx Radio's David Colster about the visit, and he started off playing Alan Vannon. Forgive the quality, it's a 50-year-old tape, so it's not quite as good as you might always get, but I think it's more than good enough to enjoy (音楽) piano plays softly
1: Ten days ago, Donald Swan appeared in two concerts for the Ayrin Arts Centre in Port Erin, where on the 29th and 30th of June, he delighted audiences there with his songs and humour. I spoke with Donald Swan at the Ayrin Arts Centre, and I asked him first when his association with Michael Flanders began.
5: Oh, well, that's um, right back at school, I suppose. We did our first review, which takes us right back to 1940. But we worked uh, very hard after the war for about eight years, writing songs for other people. And then it was from 1957, for about 11 years onwards, that we were mostly out front doing these shows to the general public, you know, and at the drop of a hat.
1: It's a long partnership indeed, actually, and
5: very, very successful. Uh, you took the show to America, didn't you? Yes, it was in America for several times, and we were touring around the country, and we were on Broadway, and... Michael, of course, married an American girl, so it became very much Anglo-American at that time. Did you find American audiences
1: different from uh, English audiences?
5: Well, I would say that they differed a little, uh, in that sometimes uh, uh, we had to change a word or two, you know, windshield wiper a windscreen wiper and yeah. all that. But When it comes to the fact uh, that uh, um, stuff was literate and general in humour, uh, I mean, the English and the Americans are not that different when it comes to humour And, of course, the the type of people we got were the sort of people who come to England, in any case. Yes, yes. It's um, unusual, I think,
1: to find you now uh, performing as a solo artist. Is this a new venture for you, or have you been
5: performing solo for some time? Well, it's a fairly new venture. I have, um, uh, when Michael and I had done 1,700 performances at the drop of a hat, and been right round the world, we both felt a certain feeling that life was moving on and that we should try other things. I had a great desire to write choral music and I did quite a lot of uh, church music at that time. I wanted to explore the serious ideas and set other poets, you see. And uh, then I do precisely this, but just occasionally it seems to me that instead of employing artists and working with them all, as I do play the piano and sing, I can put this together in an evening of my own and this is what I've been doing here.
1: And you need the contact with a live audience, presumably.
5: I seem to need that, yes. The live audience who to laugh when there's a joke, or, or react when there's something important that I'm trying to speak, because I speak quite a lot now too, with, yes. the, with the shows. Um, in a way, yes, what I was doing in the Isle of Man here was a little experimental for me too. I'm not too used to doing a complete evening on my own, but I think it worked very nicely. Well, in the Isle of Man,
1: uh, you've done two shows for the Erin Arts Centre here in Port Erin, uh, and I think you found them to be quite successful. Uh, this idea of um, an arts centre, Uh, to promote good classical or light music and entertainment in live
5: performance. Is this uh, a a thing which is being done throughout Britain? I think it's growing more than ever, yes. It's a very pleasant atmosphere to go down sometimes to some small place and find that people really put time and effort into it. I mean, here was a lovely piano and a nice building. I'm interested that they've turned the church into the art yes. centre because the churches have a lot of unused buildings and it's the right way round I think. Yes. Uh, they're used for a new purpose. And I, think I've do- I doubt whether I've ever found a more uh, truly warm, friendly, artistic and thoroughly cultural atmosphere. I think you should be very proud of this place. <laughs>
6: The road that runs to the harbor wall, where the loving landsmen sleep, I hear a strange, mysterious call. Tis the core of the ocean. to the sea to see in a rollicking boat where the breakers roar and the salt spray flies and a sailoring man can stretch his eyes why here's a boat <laughs> come let us set it afloat hey ho for the open sea with the scudding sail and the sharp winds kiss and I sing to myself say I, why this this is the life for me till that kicks like, like a living thing While the main brace sings on Sing high on brace. I, I think, I think, think whatever, whatever the sea, sea may bring Ready, ready I, I ready am, am, I. am I Oh, to be riding high in the teeth of a thundering gale, with the decks awash and the spits crack as I bring her about on the starboard tack. Why Here's a gay old... <laughs> The bounding bay and I hear that strange mysterious call. Tis the call of
4: the sea. Again, no. oh, not again, not again. <laughs>
6: Out the sea to see the rollicking boat when the breakers roar and the salt spray flies, and the sailoring man can stretch his eyes. Thanks. Thank God, no boat.
0: <laughs> Terrific stuff, as always, Flanders and Swan from their review at the drop of another hat. And before that, I hope you enjoyed a little chat with one of the men themselves, namely Donald Swan, talking there to David Collister of Manx Radio fame in his pomp back in the early 1970s. 1972, to be exact, he was talking to Donald Swan as Donald was over here doing two concerts at the Early, uh, it would be then relatively early, days of the Erin Art Centre, when it was just looking like an old chapel, uh, which, of course, it is, although you might not recognise it so much now. So much great work has been done, and the art gallery on the side, and the um, refreshment area at the back, etc., etc., have been such a wonderful building and development, all by charity over the years. And as you heard uh, David say, of course, back then, it was quite a new idea, the Art Centre. We're fortunate to have two or three now, aren't we? We've obviously got the wonderful EAC. We've also got the Peel Centenary Centre. And, of course, uh, there's the new, or the newest, I suppose, up in Ramsey, with the Ramsey Hub there. Terrific. We need one in every corner of the island, don't we? Perfect things. And, yes, and then the C. One of their lesser-known numbers, I would guess, uh, as I say from their review, at the drop of a hat, just called c Fever Flanders Michael Flanders that is and Donald Swan Let's jazz the classics Um, I think we've been pretty much through this lot, Um, hopefully we're not repeating ourselves, I think it'll make this one the last in any case and fingers crossed we've got it the right way around, either way it's a goodie so it's an interpretation by Woody Herman and his orchestra of the Sabre Dance (laughs) the sabre dance of course and you might uh, well you probably do know I'm sure you do Katchaturian arranged by Burns number three hit for Woody Herman and his orchestra Woody of course and clarinet and alto sax and then the orchestra featured all sorts of really well known names Marky Markovitz Shorty Rogers on the trumpet uh, he also had the likes of Zoot Sims on a tenor and uh, the uh, wonderfully quirky and uh, <laughs> apparently spiky Serge Chaloff on baritone if you ever get a chance to hear his album Blue Serge uh, do yourself a favour and have a listen to that one great stuff on the more of a bebop style when he was out on his own but a couple of classics from uh, Serge Chaloff there wonderful stuff um, and recorded who's got a recording date 1947 with uh, Don Lamond on drums good stuff Frank and Friends not Frankenstein Frank and Friends dipping in and out of this one we have been for oh I don't know a few weeks now but uh Never go wrong with Frank Sinatra, can you? Like Bing Crosby, just sort of immortal somehow or other. Lives on forever. And you imagine long after we've popped off this mortal coil, coil, there'll still be people listening to Frank Sinatra and Bing Crosby and Perry Como and some of those wonderful voices from the 40s and 50s and 60s and before, of course, as well. Here he is from a collection just called Frank and Friends or Frank Sinatra and Friends if you want to. No can do. No, I can do, honestly. It's just the name of the track. Promise.
7: No can do, no can do My mama and my papa say I no can do No can do, no can do I want for me to go with you but no can do
3: you like me, I like you I like for you to Romeo, you're Julie, No can do, no, 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 no can do My mommy and my poppy say I no can do The moon, she say to me, come on, come out tonight I want for you to hold my hand and hold me tight
7: Love, it can't be wrong, and so it must be right But oh, no can do, no can do i like to do it, what you call it, peachy-woo. No can do,
3: no can do. My mommy and my poppy say I know no can do.
7: No can do, no can do. I'd like to put some weight on just a pound or two. No can do, no can do.
3: If you put some weight on Frankie, you'd be through Is it true?
7: Is what true?
3: That you're the idol of the Bobby Soxer crew
7: Could be true, could be true But don't tell Hames or Como, cause they're apt to sue
3: Now I've got a question you might think unfair
7: Ask me anything, my dear, I don't care
3: Well, how much do you pay those guys who muck your hair? Well, I pay them about What? like me and i like you so how's about it frankie when the show is through uh uh-huh.
7: no can do no can do nancy's very jealous so yeah. nancy's very, very jealous all we no know can do, do.
0: You got the impression that Bobby Soxers were in the audience, don't you? With that huge whoop. When no doubt he was something of a sort of sex idol, I suppose so. He was pretty handsome in his younger years. Wasn't he Frank Sinatra from Frank and Friends? And as uh, you might have gathered from the uh, hollering towards the end there, no can do, he was indeed with Lena Romay. the the vocalist and actress as well. I think she was, if uh, memory serves correct. I enjoy that one. It's very atmospheric and clearly whooping it up, the audience, on that one. I'm just looking to see whether there's a recording detail on that. and I don't think there is. Some there is, some there ain't. And there's nothing on that, as far as I can see. No. No recording details given. We'll finish off, I think, probably going to be about our last, isn't it? It's a slightly longer one. This uh, from our little collection of 50 Reasons to Love Paris. All sorts of wonderful French music from the swing era and sort of bop and before that as well. Yeah, on three CDs worth, there you go, you get your money's worth on this one. And uh, yeah, we'll go to the far end, I suppose, of the collection. How about a bit of the Michel Legrand Trio? April in Paris. <laughs> Hmm. lovely, nice way to finish off, I think, isn't it? A really quiet, subtle reading of April in Paris by Michel Legrand and his trio, although, frankly, I think there might have been a very subtle accompaniment there. We'll give them a, a name. In any case, it was a Guy Pedersen on bass and a Gus Valais on the drums, but it's predominantly there. All about Michel Legrand's piano and very lovely it was too I recorded in Paris in 1959, a classic jazz year, it has to be said, albeit just before my time. Shame. Well, I hope you've enjoyed this evening. A little bit different with that. Uh, great to hear David Collister and wonderful to hear him talking to the wonderful Donald Swan. You can't have too much of the Air and Centre. Right. See you next week. Look after yourselves. Cheerio.